Genre. Welcome to the Jane Silent Bob Minute. We're covering the movie Clerks one minute at a time. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkach. And today we're covering Minute 6 of Clerks, quite possibly the greatest vilification minute ever. That's it. We got a big, we got a $13 word right at the beginning for you. All right. This minute begins with Dante with his head down in complete and total defeat and ends with talking about trach rings. Yeah, we finally get into the store proper. Uh, Dante has finally set up everything and he is ready to go. Yeah, he's ready to wait on customers at this point. Yes, as you can tell how everybody looks when they're in the retail industry with their head down at the beginning of the day. <laughs> it's a perfect way to start. Yeah. Uh, this is also the first time we're getting a good look at the if you plan the shoplift, let us know. I think we saw it last minute, too. Yeah. Which, I mean, it, if it's only if you do shoplift or only if you plan, plan to shoplift. I mean, I could plan to shoplift and be like, listen, I was planning to shoplift, but I'm not going to. <laughs> your sign changed my mind. Yes, I uh, thank you for your <laughs> your sign. Yeah. It really helped things out. It made me not want to do it. <laughs> yeah, he does look like everybody at 6 a.m. at their job. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we get a the big, long... We get, like, the hero shot of the quick stop with his car parked right out front. Yeah. There's some uh, stuff going on with the outside of the quick stop, too. Like, there's a big crack on the one side. Yeah. There's some uh, drywall missing or uh, spackle or something missing on the side there. It's, it's looking a little... Uh, a little like a regular quick stop. <laughs> I was going to say, it looks like every place I've ever seen it's called quick stop or fast yes. stop or easy stop or anything like that. <laughs> anything that's not one of the uh, the chain type convenience stores. I mean, I've seen a pantry and it looks kind of like this too. So, so uh, we get our first of what will be many vocabulary words for everybody. So I hope everybody's paying attention. There will be a test at the end about what the vocabulary words are. So here you go, Chris. What does a vilification mean? Now, this is a total guess. I did not look this up. I'm going to guess vilification means when you talk about something and make it sound worse than it is. Okay, so the... Here, I'll go to dictionary.com. I had it, one definition <laughs> up there, but I don't want to get any... I want to make sure I get them all. Right. Oh, no, give me vilify. That's not what I want. All right, I'm going back, it... to, going back to where I was. Vilification. Abusively disparaging speech or writing. There you go. I was close. So, uh, Kevin Smith is definitely giving us a heads up of what's going to be going on in this <laughs> this upcoming <laughs> couple minutes. Uh, not to say that I've watched this minute already, but it does. that's what made me think of that, with, with the uh, way they go on. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I've never even seen this movie. <laughs> We're watching it one minute at a time. Yeah. <laughs> no, only the, only the folks over at Mystic Pizza are doing stuff like that. Yeah. Are they really? They're watching Mystic Pizza and they've never seen it. They're watching it one minute at a time. Oh my god. How can you even follow a plot like that? It's Mystic Pizza, Chris. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, it's not. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen Mystic Pizza, so. You know, it's not like a, it's not like a racer head. I was trying to think of the most complicated movie I could. <laughs> so I immediately went to a David Lynch movie. <laughs> yeah, so we get vilification, which basically sets us up with what's going to happen. We get a first look at, uh, well, we see Dante in action as the, doing his clerk thing. We see Scott Schiaffo, who is playing the Chulies Gum representative. Only, um, we don't know that yet. Yeah, well, we're not supposed to know that. No, spoiler he's, alert, spoiler alert, he works for Chulies Gum. <laughs> he's listed in the script as activist. That's always listed as in the script. Activist? Yeah. <laughs> activist. Yeah, ever, he, uh, Kevin, if you look at the uh, credits, he writes in, he just describes what everybody is. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, man with hat. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I think it's like, 
Screaming Mob or something later is one of the names. <laughs> yeah, so he comes in. Uh, this would bother me with somebody that wants he wants to drink his coffee in the store. No, no, I would say no. There's no way you can stand here and stare at me while you drink your coffee. Uh, definitely no for this time of the year. Like, I understand oh. if it's winter. <laughs> Even but, still, you bought a cup of coffee, go. Take your coffee, go in the car. <laughs> yeah, get out. <laughs> Don't stay in here with your awful blazer that you're wearing. This is not a Starbucks or a lounge. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they would have known what you meant. Well, not on the East Coast, they wouldn't have known what you meant if you said Starbucks no, back then. Definitely not. Not back then. If you see off to the left there, uh, right by the cash register, he's got, uh, there's some soap opera digests and some TV guides. T- what's a TV guide? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, kids, there was, I mean, there used to be, there are still TV guides, technically, but. Technically, now, there is, but. Yeah. But now they're the size of magazines and have one twentieth of the subscriptions. <laughs> yeah. These were the old ones, the old, like, little uh, pocket digest size ones. <laughs> Look, children, before the guide on your television, this is what we used to find out what we wanted to watch. <laughs> or, if your parents were really cheap, you had to use the newspaper. I'm going to make myself sound really old. When I saw uh, Saturday morning cartoons, I-, I used to go through the TV guide and highlight the ones I wanted to watch. Yeah. <laughs> that was only six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> also, next to that, some spicy Slim Jims, too, by the way. Oh, yeah. I think uh, later on, uh, one of the customers is going to snap into a Slim Jim. <laughs> Yeah. It's not Randy Macho Man Savage, is it? Unfortunately, no. He does. He shows up in uh, some other movies. You want to see Randy Macho Man Savage? Head over to DuelingGenre.com, Spider-Man oh. in it. Oh, that was good. Yeah, you can see him as Bonesaw. Bonesaw, yeah. He's, and he's huge. He's bigger than he ever was in that movie. Oh, yeah, he's really jacked up in that. Uh, we've got another customer coming in here with a funny hat. Uh, yes. That is the director of photography, David Klein. Huh. So, uh... If you don't know, this was obviously made on a shoestring budget. I don't know about Dave's spot right here, but I know many of the other um, parts where, like, Walt Flanagan takes a a role, it's because the actor didn't show up because he filmed it at night. Oh. So if somebody's not paying you to show up at a gig at 2 o'clock in the morning at a quick stop, and it's not Kevin Smith now, it's some kid named Kevin Smith who's 22 years old, (laughs) you may decide, screw this, I'm not going. Yeah, I'm not going there. Do you think if you're one of those actors now, you're looking back at it like, oh, Jesus, I really screwed it up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, because I didn't want to get my lazy ass up one Wednesday night. At two in the morning. Yeah, so we covered a little bit of Dave Klein before about how he went on to shoot some actual stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so he comes in, buys a pack of cigarettes, which I have to assume is, what do you think, uh, one out of every three customers coming into a convenience store of this type, probably? At that time, at that time, like... In the 90s, I definitely think so. All right, now i got to admit, 2017 version of me sees him take out a black bag, put on a pair of black leather gloves. Yes. I think a gun's coming out of that bag. <laughs> um, he puts the gloves on for what reason? I have no idea. Because um, when I looked through the script, it said it's a model of a lung, but he acts like it's a real lung that they pulled out of somebody's body. I think it's supposed to be a real lung. Is it supposed to be a real lung? It's a calf liver, is what it is. Oh, okay. But it's I, gross. Yeah, I think maybe he thought it was going to be a model of a lung, but he, and he goes with, like, an actual lung for, like, I guess to really scare people or to, like, gross this guy out beyond belief. <laughs> and he doesn't put rubber gloves on. He puts, like, leather driving gloves yeah, on. Yeah, he puts on, like, the gloves that OJ killed his wife with. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if you believe in that sort of thing. <laughs> well, yeah. 
No, nah, no, nah. he was he was he was acquitted of that, by the way. Yeah, his gloves his gloves did fit, so there is no quitting him. <laughs> yeah, and then then he hands the poor kid something, and that's uh, where the minute ends. Is he tells him that it's a trach ring? I think <laughs> I think was, yeah, right at the end. Does he get rid of it? No, he doesn't quite throw it down by the end. No, he says they pulled it out of uh, and it just stops. That's where the minute ends. Yeah. Well, listen, there's no good way to en- end that sentence. No, they pulled it. No matter where they pulled it from, it's not a good thing. Yeah. Hey, they pulled it out of his uh, his what? <laughs> yeah. That yeah. is a terrible jacket, too. By the way. Oh, uh, which jacket? Because they're both terrible jackets. Well, <laughs> the tweed one, actually. Yeah. <laughs> he has a terrible. I'm a late '80s businessman jacket on. Yes. Or like a. I'm in a, uh, a high school production of Death of a Salesman. <laughs> That's what his looks like, and the other one looks like. I don't know, it looks like suburban white kid who's like, I'm going to buy clothes that are too big, and I'll look hip. Uh, is the hat, like, Elmer Fudd? Is that what the hat is? That's what it looks like. Um, yeah, in bad. the uh, commentary, they mentioned the hat briefly. They basically put it on because it was funny. <laughs> They're like, this is a funny hat. We can put this on him. <laughs> Which is a great reason to subject a guy to a hat. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make him look stupid and put him on, on in a movie. Yeah, so this is... Uh, the way this movie's set up, this is the first of our trove of crazy customers that are going to come in. Yeah. And we just get the... It's a lot of setups like this, where you'll get crazy customer A comes in and starts whatever the problem is, and then he <laughs> involves crazy customer B and C, who are also in there. Yeah. The other dynamic we get later is once Randall's added to it, Dante and Randall doing something, and then they play off the crazy customer. <laughs> I like Dante in these in these minutes, but he's by himself because he's just kind of staring with his face disgusted. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, Brian O'Halloran has the tough job in this movie. Of a lot of times, he's playing he's straight man. A lot of times, oh yeah, he just has to react to what's ever going on, which is not the easiest gig to have. No, definitely not. Like uh, right now, uh, Scott Schiaffo, he gets to he's playing the good role. He's getting to chew the scenery a little bit, a little bit here, and even more so in the upcoming minutes. He yeah. really gets to dig his teeth into what's going on. Yeah, I uh, on the uh, commentary he mentions he picked up uh, this guy in a couple of the First Avenue Playhouse in Atlantic Highlands. Oh, is, really? Yeah, it's a neighboring town to where they're at, Highlands. I don't know if and it's, it's, like, it's like the wrong side of the tracks or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like a theater or something that he's picking these people up from? Yeah, but it's like the local theater. Oh, wow. Uh... So, I mean, I know we got some people there, and some of the other guys were from another place. I mean, at least they're actors. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could tell later on, there's some people who can, are obviously like, hey, this is Kevin's friend, who I just put in the movie, but for the most part, I would say most of them carry their parts for whatever they got to do. Like, someone like O'Halloran's got to carry a lot of the movie, he does a great job carrying what he's got to carry, but like, they bring in this guy, this guy is memorable. People remember this guy. <laughs> Oh yeah, well the scene's great too. The, just the whole the whole scene from beginning to end is perfect. Like if you go up to somebody and mention like, "Hey, uh, I'm watching Clerks. I caught five minutes of Clerks today." Like, "Hey, what'd you watch?" I watched the Chulies Gum guy. Like, "Oh yeah, I remember that guy." <laughs> How long you been smoking? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, um, it's yeah. a pack of Marlboro that the kid gets too when he walks in. Of course it is. That's because uh, Kevin didn't have a budget yet to have his own cigarettes in there. <laughs> In, in later movies, he'll have his own brand of cigarettes in there. Yeah. It's probably what Kevin smoked at the time. Kevin, oh, in the movie. Kevin didn't smoke at the time. Really? Yeah, he didn't smoke yet. Well, he smoked in he the smoked. next couple scenes he smokes. I understand that, but he was doing it as <laughs> part of his character. He didn't smoke yet. Really? 
Now, see, I, I thought he smoked cigarettes. No, he, uh, God, when did he say he started? Sometime after Clerks, maybe around Ball Rats. Are we and talking then, about the same thing? I'm talking about cigarettes. So am I. I'm talking about cigarettes, <laughs> <Okay>. too. <laughs> yeah, he didn't even smoke cigarettes yet. Wow. It's, this must be, the, like, the delineation of his life. It's, like, from when he's younger to when he starts smoking, and then starts smoking to when he stops smoking, and then just starts smoking weed all the time. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if his movies change along that same line. If one of um, our if one of our uh, listeners could make a graph of his movies alongside his cigarette and weed usage, <laughs> and see which one you prefer. <laughs> All right, I don't think I have anything else. Let me check my notes. No, not too much. Let me look there. Mostly just uh, you know, lungs being thrown on counters and. You know, I like uh, it does say. What is this, a poll? When the guys ask some questions, and yeah. Dante's like, it beats me. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know what's going on. Because you got to figure, this is his first customer that we're getting a, a part of. So oh, you think, this is probably, what, 6.30, 7 a.m.? Can you imagine this is how your day starts? This guy <laughs> walking in? No. Get, uh, the first thing he should have said was, you cannot drink your coffee in here. Yeah. That would have been the easiest thing. Well, don't worry. I'm, don't worry. I'm sure he'll, uh, he'll try to change his tune later on. You think he's going to man up and throw him out? Well, he's going to, he'll, he he'll definitely show Dante's true colors about what kind of a standing up kind of guy he is. Yes. All right. I don't, I don't have anything else. Last chance for any notes? Nope. I'm good. All right. That being all, uh, why don't you shoot over to DuelingGenre.com, which is our uh, home where the Jane Silent Bob Minute is taking up residence. Check out all the other fine podcasts there. Uh, maybe listen to the Back to the Future Minute, which is all completed. You can listen to the entire thing. If you somehow listen to all the podcasts on there, all 75,000 hours that are on that website, you can go over Movies by Minutes and check out the rest of them. <laughs> all right. I don't think I have anything else. Uh, I'm looking around, but uh, I'm not even supposed to be here today. I'm